All right. So starting now, I just want to ask you, um, how is everything going um, and with the group? Uh, everything's going good. You know, we're uh, we're been uh, writing some new music. We usually kind of write music remotely, mm-hmm. so I like kind of multi-track uh, ideas and send them to the guys. But uh, yeah, we're doing good. We're all just hanging in there. Um, we're also working on a new project. It's a, a side project of Delvon Lamar Oregon Trio. Mm-hmm. It's called D-Lo 3 and Friends. And basically what that's going to be doing is uh, Delvon Lamar Oregon Trio will be the base for that band. And uh, we're going to collaborate with artists from all over the world, people that we've met and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be a project in the near future. Awesome. All right, so you guys just released your sophomore studio album, I told you so. Uh, what was the creative process like uh, getting ready, uh, preparing for this album? Well, it, it was kind of it was kind of trippy because uh, we're actually on the road. Um, you know, we, we cycled through a few drummers since we uh, lost our, or since the original drummer had departed from the band, we kind of went through trying to find the right fit and sound for our band. So we went through a a few different drummers over the years. And uh, at the time, we were thinking about recording, and we didn't really have a permanent drummer at that time. Mm -hmm. So we ended up using a friend of ours, Grant Stroff, who actually went on tour, our last European tour with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we pretty much wrote, had to write that whole album while we were on the road. So, like, during sound checks, we would, you know, come up with these ideas. And sometimes by the end of the night, we'd play that song. Uh, so, yeah, and then a lot of it was written in the studio in, like, real time, too. Because, yeah. like, when we had those ideas during sound checks, usually they were just, like, grooved but not full songs yet. So pretty much wrote most of that stuff in the studio. Nice. All right. So growing up, who were a few of your uh, musical inspirations? I read that you um, kind of taught yourself jazz. Um, I did. Yeah. So I'm growing a... Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. So I was going to say growing up, um, who were your musical inspirations um, around that time? Well, I when there was uh my mom was a gospel singer in church and uh my brother was into hip hop when he was like 15 and he's 4 years older than me. So um we always had like different musics in our house like uh between my mom's vinyl collection and my brother's vinyl collection, we had thousands of records. Yeah. And uh so I used to just sit and listen to all of that stuff. So, like, my musical influence is, is pretty broad. You know, we, my mom was more gospel, soul, uh, R&B, and my brother was hip-hop, but he used to have all these records that he sampled, so he had all kind of different unique records. And, like, I remember when we were young, one of the biggest uh uh, songs we used to listen to was Van Halen Jump. People thought yeah. we were weird because that wasn't a thing in our neighborhood growing up. 
but we mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. from there, you know, I've been listening to all like the, you know, all the Motown stack stuff. And it wasn't until later I started getting in when I started playing organ when I was about 22, 23. Uh, mm-hmm. I discovered uh, the soul jazz, like Dr. Lonnie Smith and Charles Erlin, people like that. So mm-hmm. had a lot of musical influences. Wow, that's so awesome. Um, you can also play a multitude of uh, instruments. Uh, which right. instrument is your favorite to play? Like, which which instrument is your favorite, ultimate favorite? Bass. If you have one. The bass? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the big reasons why I love the organ, because I, I, I play more bass now than I have in my entire life. Uh, um, especially since the pandemic hit, I ended up getting the bass and I've just been kind of isolated at home and working on that. But uh, one of the main reasons why I really like the organ is because you could play bass. Um, you can play bass with your feet, you can play bass with your left hand, and you still got, you know, your right hand where you can kind of do melodies and chords and things like that. That was a... Yeah. Uh, and I, I've always, like, the first thing I listen to in music is always the bass. And it's been like that for I don't know how long. So, uh, yeah, the bass is, yeah, I like I like the bass. Great. And if you could uh, kind of add on to the instruments you can play, is there an instrument that you don't know how to play that you would kind of like to learn uh, how to play? Or, uh, I guess, add on to the resume? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, a guitar. The guitar, I can't mess with. I don't know why. It's just the most awkward instrument I've ever tried to play. Yeah. I can play trumpet, trombone, saxophones, sorry, mm-hmm. pianos, organs. Can't mess with a guitar. <laughs> Got it. All right. So um, you got this album hit number one for contemporary jazz um, and number three on the jazz chart. Uh, how was it being able to achieve that with you, uh, with I Told You So, your sophomore album? Uh, well, I think that, I don't know. <clears throat> I think the, I think that's the uh, Close But No Cigar album that got number, unless I didn't get the numbers yet. But uh, no, It could have yeah. been, but either way, it's, yeah. it's a huge achievement. So for, how was it able to, how was it um, being able to achieve that for, um, on you guys as in as a group? Uh, I don't know. It was, it was a trip, I tell you that. <laughs> I, was like, I, did, I, I, I didn't expect that. I didn't see that coming, you know. Was, yeah. And I've never really thought about that stuff. It's just like, oh, let's put out an album. That, that's it. That's as far as I thought about it. <laughs> and, and so hitting the billboards and things like that, it was, a, it was kind of a trip. Got it. So if you guys could work with one artist, um, and I'm guessing because it's just you, um, if there was one artist that um, you guys would want to work with, who would that artist be um, in the industry right now? Dr. Lonnie Smith for me. (laughs) That's my guy, man. I love Dr. Lonnie. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. And you also mentioned that you have a vinyl collection. Um, I have a vinyl collection as well. Do you have a favorite vinyl or vinyls that you probably, um, I would say, couldn't live with that? 
Mm, probably my Cold Train Love Supreme album. That's like one of the that's one of the biggest influences in my uh my because when I was younger, like when I first started playing music, I, I kind of cycled through a bunch of instruments, but I ended up settling on trumpet and drums. Yeah. And uh, when I heard that uh, uh, that uh, that album, uh, John Coltrane's uh, Love Supreme, the first thing I noticed was Elvin Jones as the drummer. And mm-hmm. his style was just like, I don't know, I've never heard anybody play the drums like that. It was yeah. so, I don't know, it's hard to describe how he plays. It's like, and when I was when I was playing drums, man, I wanted to be Elvin. And so, and not only that, musically, that album, I don't know, it just spoke to me. You know, yeah. it was deep, you know, and it was deeper mm-hmm. than any jazz I've heard at the time. So yeah. I kind of had an instant love for that. Got it. And with it being Black History Month, um, I have to ask you, what's one song that has to be in your February Black History Month playlist? One song. One song. Yeah. Kurt Mayfield's Move On Up. Nice. That's an awesome one. I like Kurt. You said Kurt Mayfield, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Kurt Mayfield. Um, yeah. Your goals... Um, you, the goals for 2021 for you guys' group. Um, what are your goals for uh, 2021? I know it's been a it was a rough 2020. Hopefully, 2021 will be much better. But what are some uh, things that you guys kind of want to accomplish this year? Well, yeah, I mean, for me, I I, I really want to get back in the on the road. You know, um, being in the studio and you know recording and releasing music is one thing, but I miss being with the fans. I miss yeah. being on stage performing for people. And that's one of the, uh, that's the thing I miss the most, you know, is just being with the people, you know. So my, hopefully, like, we can get back to that soon, you know, because that's kind of much needed in our lives, you know. Yeah. I absolutely agree. And also, with COVID being as bad as it was, um, what is what has been the biggest transition as a as a group at this moment that you guys have had to, uh, you know, like sort of uh, get adjusted to with uh, COVID being um, as bad as what like as it is, and and so it's still going on now. But you know, what has been the biggest adjustment for uh, the group? Well, biggest adjustment is just not. Be like we we when we were on the road we tour a lot so we're always together, and you know it, it is an adjustment when you don't have the fellas with you, um you know we don't we don't get to clown around and you know get to see the sights together and all that stuff but um you know it's it's been a big it's been an adjustment you know like I said like being on the road is was our thing you know. And it's just like, it's like a huge chunk of like life missing, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the jazz scene has progressed and are there any, um, are there any artists in the, in the the jazz arena that you would like to work with? 
Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, jazz has definitely progressed. Um, some of the, uh, some of the artists I would like to work with, <laughs> uh, we, we pitched this idea because we have the same, uh, booking agency as Joey D. Francesco is okay. another organ. And, uh, we pitched the idea of doing a two organ thing with Joey. That'd be, that'd be interesting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I would like to, uh, Peter Bernstein, um, is one of my favorite guitarists of nowadays. I would like to work with him, mm-hmm. you know, um, man, it just, I don't know. I'm like there's so many. So yeah, last, <laughs> yeah. Lastly, um, because I read for Respect Magazine, I want to ask you this question. What does the word respect mean to you? Uh, what is your definition of the word respect in your um, own personal definition? Um, I think for me, it's like being treated, treating people the way you would like to be treated, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just... Eh, that's, a, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> It's, 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 that's the main thing there, you know, it's just like, you know, if you, oh, if you wouldn't treat your parents that way, why would yeah. you treat someone else that way? You know, just, just, right. just gotta keep, I don't know, just, I don't, that's a, <laughs> that's a hard question for me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a lot of yeah, a lot of people say it's a really tough question, but I think your answer was pretty good. Um, all right, so that's my my interview um deadline, and uh, so much for uh, doing this interview with me, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. All right, thank you.